Hello, this is a prepaid debit call from Jay. An inmate at the Douglas County Jail. To accept this call, press zero. To refuse this call, this call is from a correction facility and is subject to monitoring and recording. Hey, Laura. Hey. <laughs> How's everything going? It's going pretty well. All right. Well, this episode, I think, is probably going to be a little different than the others. Number one, because Justin is in jail. I'm Justin. And I'm Laura. And this is Count Time from the inside. We've been on a bit of a break since our last episode aired. Do you want to catch us up? Uh, I'm here on a violation for a uh, for my federal supervised release. So it's something that you know we've been talking about, you know, in multiple episodes. Yeah. So I think the biggest question is, what happened? This is not a direction I wanted my life to take, but it but it it is there. So it's not something I could talk about directly right now. But I just wanted to let you know kind of what goes on when something like this happens. Yeah. So kudos for you. You're trying to make the best out of a bad situation you can. Uh, earlier in the conversation, though, you said the first reason was because you're in prison. But what is the second reason this is going to be different? Number two, I wanted to kind of explain my intentions with, with where I'm at right now. Like, I think that utilizing my time is one of the most important things uh, that I can be doing right now. And one important priority for my life is to shed some light on what goes on in this kind of situation, you know, where I'm at. Yeah, I want to hear about it. And I know a couple of our listeners do too. So please continue. As we've been talking throughout the past year uh, about different aspects of the prison system, now we can talk a little bit more firsthand as far as I'm concerned, because I'm back in the prison system as it stands. All right. So yeah, this changes things. I mean, what do you want to talk about this season? Like we're going to get a real actual preview of count time like what it is like for most people in the county jail system at this point we've been focusing a lot on the federal prison system and now we are in the county jail system and uh i think that it'll be very interesting for those of you listening uh to hear about how this came about as far as uh where it's going to go from here it's uh, a shitty situation but it's a very uh common situation to people that are involved in the legal system today. What has happened to thousands over the course of every year in this country, you know, happened to me. And I'm not making excuses. Like, there was definite wrong in it on my part. But you can kind of see now how that's going to affect my life and my family's life, you know, as far as the decisions I've made to get to here. Yeah, when you say it's affecting thousands of people, I mean, in the U.S. criminal system right now, we have just under 5 million people in what's called supervision. So that is probation and parole. And that's of the 2019 study that was published by the Prison Policy Initiative. To give you any idea on that kind of volume, that means that uh, the number of adults on probation and parole has more than doubled since 1980, according to a 2019 study. And that one was done by the Pew Charitable Trust. So I would really recommend the free Meek Mill documentary on Amazon Prime. They have some pretty good information on that. But since you can't watch Amazon Prime from where you are, hopefully our listeners can watch it. And you can just keep making episodes with me. (laughs) 
Yeah, we should have been doing this this whole time. I just, you know, I go from super excited to super, like, depressed to on the run from the feds to, you know, like, I mean, it's just, you know, my everyday. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Where are you sleeping right now? I'm sleeping on a, uh, it's called a, a boat. I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at one of them. It's not my particular one. It's about seven inches off the ground. Uh, it's a big Fisher Price-like uh, <laughs> plastic material that re- it just makes you feel like you're not sleeping on a mat on the floor. But yeah, you think- are sleeping on a mat on the floor. Mm-hmm. I was blessed when I came into this gym, though, because usually we use the uh, standard uh, three-inch thin slept on by 6,000 other bodies, you know, blue plastic mats. I, however, received a brand new one, uh, which is very unlike me as far as luck is concerned. Uh, I received a brand new uh, one, and it was actually kind of uh, heart-melting a little bit because it was reminiscent of the one that I received when I arrived in Forest City, Arkansas for my federal bid. So I was impressed to see that the county was spending the funds on our comfort rather than just on themselves, which is not true at all, by the way. Like, because the food is hor- horribly de- decreased in quality since uh, I first started coming to this jail, and that's saying something, for sure. Yeah, I I know we'll talk about food on a later episode. I want to go more in depth with that, but I wanted to talk more about kind of everyday things right now. So, for example, how is your sleep? What is it like on your boat right now? If I can be sleeping in the morning, like I'm, that's the goal. And and I'm not gonna, you know, try to wake up super early. Uh, not that I can sleep. Like I said, we're in an open gymnasium, and the lights come on at like 7 a.m. and they're on until. 10 p.m. It's really kind of the worst kind of hell ever. So what has it been like being back now from before? It's been very interesting, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it's interesting, I guess, as, uh, as it gets in here, but there's actually been a number of things that have happened that have correlated with our topics in the past. Oh, okay. Like what? One of them that I didn't talk about, you know, in the last season was, um, so... There's always somebody in the pod, and I'm talking on the county side now, every pod has their own 60 days in. So if you are familiar with the uh, TV show 60 Days In, it's a plant, you know, that they put into um, every unit. Well, so, so everybody here kind of thinks, like, oh, that guy's 60 Days In. Okay, so just to be clear, this is not someone actually associated with the show, it's just like an outsider. Yeah, every unit kind of has their own pariah, and it's hilarious to watch because you just watch somebody come in and you just kind of know, like, eh, that guy's not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> oh and it's, 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 it's sad to be that guy, but you can't befriend him. You can't, you can't do anything to save him. And it sounds like a little bit sociopathic, and I am, I'm afraid that it is, you know, in a way. But it's just part of life, you know. This guy's not going to save himself. He's instantly unlikable, you know. So, like, you you meet somebody and it's, like, almost immediately you have this, like, bad taste in your mouth just by even one conversation. He's done nothing, you know, at this point. Like, like there's not any kind of reason to hate him except for maybe his hair is slicked back still. So, clearly, he wasn't 
beaten down by the cops when they arrested him, you know, like, <laughs> so he's clearly in on some soft thing, you know, so he whispers like, oh, yeah, that guy's 60 days in, you know, like, oh, I heard he didn't even, he just walked out, walked right in from the street, he didn't even have to go through booking, or like, oh, look, that dude's phone calls don't end in 15 minutes, they just keep going and going and going, see, and it's like, whatever, you know, like, none of that is true. Nothing like that happens that way. If 60 Days It is even real. Yeah, I mean, we can assume the show is not putting one person in every pod in every county. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that was funny. Um, And then the other thing that was funny was, remember when we talked about um, Keefe and how they're known for their coffee? And if if you can't tell, I've had a few cups this morning. (laughs) Yep, yep, I noticed. (laughs) (laughs) The the coffee, we actually had a, a person in this Jim actually was arrested last night for snorting coffee, so he is no longer with us. Like I had mentioned before, people do snort the coffee, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, but this I guy, saying that. He, yeah, he was, um, you know, he was like one step away from, you know, like how you lose a life at Mario. Like that's kind of like the way that, <laughs> the way that I kind of look at people in here. Not to sound like a like a douchebag or anything, but. You know, I'm just at this point, I've been through it so many times, like, I'm so irritated easily and just over it. <laughs> but anyway, so those were two things that I had written down that I thought were, were kind of entertaining. There's a number of other things that I wrote down, but I lost what I wrote them down on, so I will have to uh, try again another day. But did you have any questions, Laura? Yes. Okay, so I was doing laundry, and it made me think of last season you were talking about laundry and how big it was for you in the feds. So how about in county so far? Has anything happened with it? So Wednesdays in the gym, we have linen exchange, um, which is the weekly exchanging of the jumpsuits routine. Mm-hmm. And uh, so everybody gets their dirty jumpsuits and they're, you know, we're in line with, you know, some people, including me, hoarding jumpsuits, you know, because like, well, I want this one to be my court jumpsuit, you know, the nice looking one that, <laughs> you know, has its... <laughs> Like, you're going to court in an orange jumpsuit, dude. Like, it's going to be orange no matter what. Like, like the judge is going to know that, well, he was deemed incapable of being out on, on bail, you know, like, but, uh, but it is, you know, it's just a matter of, like, being able to take whatever little semblance of control that you can and, uh, you know, like, keeping it for yourself. But then last night, like, it was just, like, Okay, so Wednesdays are also store day. Now, I remember telling you guys about commissary and things like that. You know, like, so commissary here at Douglas County, in the years I was gone, uh, increased from $50 a week to $60 a week is what you could spend. And that's really, really great, except for they also doubled all of the prices. So, like, for instance, like coffee, Keefe coffee, which used to be $2.30 a bag, is now nearly $5 a bag. Um, and then, like, stupid little things like a bag of mackerel, for instance. Uh, if you remember me speaking on the federal side, was always a dollar and used as currency in several yeah, yeah. places over the country. Um, it is not currency here. Here, it's just whatever commissary you have is currency. But um, there, it's, uh, or here, it's now $2 a bag. Uh, and I had a delicious bag last night for dinner, which was, uh, you know... Shitty. Um, is, it, so, is it still a slurry or? <laughs> oh yes, definitely slurry. Uh-huh. Um, it's the yeah. I mean, that's it, just it, that's just you just can't get quality mackerel anymore. You know, it's <laughs> <laughs> one of those. 
<laughs> one of those things that's just passed by the wayside in 1958 or whenever <laughs> anybody ate mackerel. And I don't think that anybody ever really has. But honestly, and you know what's really sad is I like it. It tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's pretty popular but, with some of my international friends. They they eat mackerel as a snack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I really miss you guys so much. Like, this sucks. Like, I I really wish one of you was a senator or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are not senators, but I do think we'll have some good things to talk about through this season. One of which is me watching U.S. Marshals raid your house. <laughs> also, oh, hey, I just want to do a shout out to Justin with the U.S. Marshals Service. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, and also thank you for another uh, successful interaction. Uh, I hope that uh, there aren't any more, but uh, since there had to be one, I'm glad that it was uh, y'all. All right, so how do you know this Marshall listens to the podcast? He came and found me at the federal courthouse. I was asleep, laying on the uh, on the bench, and he was like, Justin. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, what's up, Justin? And he was like, he was like hey, just want to let you know that I listened to Count Time. I said, you did? <laughs> he goes, yeah, me and my partners are listening to it when we were on our way to get somebody. <laughs> Produced by Daniel Arkbright, music by Elliot Torres and Matt Williams, art by Nick Chalupa at Hikari Studios. Thank you for listening, and just remember, we're all your neighbors.